Well, everybody, this is Jamie Uretsky, and we are back after that great intro music that you've heard about 103 times. This may be our 104th podcast, and they are all very, very informative. So if you want an archive, you can go to Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and you can you can listen to 1 through 103. That'll, uh, that'll kill a couple hours. And uh, we are happy. We've got baseball back again. Yes, sir. Baseball coming to you on MLB Network, ESPN, Fox, uh, you name it. I mean, it seems like 4 million people tuned in for the opener. Uh, most of those were gamblers. And uh, I'm sure the gamblers are happy they got something to gamble on and uh, live sports. Well, the spark, start of the, of the season, the 60-game sprint season, uh, is a bit surreal in my opinion. And uh, why is it surreal? Well, number one, you don't have any fans, including yours truly. Number two, you don't have uh, fans, so why do you have walk-up music? I don't get that. I mean, why in the world is there walk-up music Another goofy thing is, why is the train engineer at Minute Maid Park there? What, what's he doing? Who cares if, is he going to drive his car around when those cheating champs hit a home run? And speaking of the cheating champs, as we predicted, as we thought, as I didn't think it would happen in the first week, but Joe Kelly, who was not on the Los Angeles Dodgers when the Houston Astros cheated to win the World Series, decided that it was time for a little bit of uh, retaliation. And so he didn't hit anybody, and that may be a testament to his lack of control. Uh, I don't know if he was trying to hit anybody, but he certainly delivered a couple pitches uh, above the noggin of two players who ultimately took exception to that. And uh, wow, I mean... I'm surprised it didn't happen in spring training. I'm surprised it uh, didn't happen in any other time before now with any team, not just the Dodgers. Uh, and the audacity, the audacity of Rob Manfred, give me a break Now, there's some people on MLB Network are saying, Oh, you know, you cannot throw a ball 97 miles an hour to a guy's head and expect to not get punished. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agreed with that two years ago or a year ago. That's true. I mean, you don't want guys throwing at guys' heads. You don't want headhunters, the early win and the Bob Gibson and those guys. So that served a purpose back then. They didn't even have helmets on back then. So when you got beaned, you got beaned. But now, Kelly doesn't hit anybody, jaws with everybody because, you know, like, they can hear everything you say because there's nobody in the stands. He gets an eight-game suspension. That, by Chris Young, no longer Joe Torre, the commissioner of wardening, wardening baseball. It's Chris Young now. What a mediocre friggin' career. He beat the Cubs, beat up on the Cubs all the time. But let me tell you what, that is absolutely the most ridiculous thing in the world to have suspended Kelly for what he did, period. Now, here's the only way that I think 
any action to retaliate would have been unnecessary. And that is if Rob Manfred did and had the intestinal fortitude that Judge Keenanshaw Landis had. Black ball those guys from baseball. They did nothing more than Joe Jackson, except they one tried to win and one tried to lose. One gets banned for life, although a jury of Joe's peers found him not guilty of anything. But Landis, in his new job as commissioner to clean up baseball and all the betting and gambling and vice that there was in the game, like there isn't now, <laughs> it's kind of funny, he banned eight men from ever playing organized professional baseball ever again. Ever again. Because they were fed up with Comiskey and some of them claim to have been a part of this conspiracy. Now, Buck Weaver said he didn't do anything. Joe Jackson had like the World Series record for hits. The Astros frigging cheated to win. Altuve, Correa, Beltran, Springer, Bregman, Banned from baseball. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Oh, God. This isn't much on the lighter side of sports. I mean, that's blasphemy. You can't throw those guys out. Well, I would. They did nothing worse than Joe Jackson. So, where are we? I've completely revamped my attitude. I've completely revamped my attitude. And that happens a lot. So... Because these cheaters are going to sometime wind up in the Hall of Fame. I mean, if Biggio can get in from the Astros, I'm betting on Correa, Bregman, Springer, somebody in that group is going to get in. Well, if they can get in, so can Joe Jackson. Joe can get in, so can Clemens, so can Bonds, so can Rose. Let them all in. If Manfred is going to be gutless enough to let these guys play baseball. And then, as we said a couple months ago, the ironic, uh, irony of all this is that somebody's going to get suspended. And boom, eight games. Give me a break. Now they're going to appeal. It'll turn into four. Somebody had a great idea today. Just everybody that came off the bench, find them 50 grand. You know, and that would stop it. Fine them. That's what you did to the Astros. You fined them $5 million because that's all we could do. Take away a couple draft choices. Big friggin' deal. There were only five rounds. That didn't hurt them this year. Nothing's hurting them this year. This year is, I hate to say it, because I love watching baseball. It's a joke. It's a joke. And instead of worrying about how to provide health concerns for the 900 major leaguers, they are teamed with, they being baseball management, some who are friends of mine, they're teamed with uh, Tony Clark, who even though he's the head of the MLBPA, he's in bed with the owners. They want the same rainbow pot of gold that the playoffs provide, plain and simple. 
in spring, you'll remember, when an NBA fella tested positive, they called off spring training and ultimately suspended four months of the season. That's from an NBA guy getting COVID-19. Now, half of the Marlins got it. Now, there's a shock. There's a shock. How could anybody get COVID-19 down in Florida? How amazing is that? Uh, not to get political, but let's get political. The fact that these folks don't mandatorily make us wear masks is ridiculous. Make us stay home for five weeks is ridiculous. And you say, oh my God, this is America, land of the free, home of the brave. Yes, I served proudly in the Marine Corps for about 10 years, so I can be on a soapbox a little bit. The, you know, government sets the speed limit, you gotta go the speed limit. Government says no nude bathing at your local country club pool, unfortunately. Uh, you know what? That's a, why don't they break that rule? Come on, you folks out there that don't want your liberty taken. Break that rule. Go nude to the, nude to the grocery store. Uh, you know, it just sort of depends on... <laughs> anyway, we kind of got off on a bad tangent. I apologize. So anyway, uh, the Marlins have 18 guys now that have tested positive. And you think they were bad last year. Holy moly. I mean, no matter, I mean, suit up Derek Jeter. I mean, there's a possible solution. I guarantee they are looking at guys I've never heard of to fill the roster spots. They, the, the league unilaterally postponed six of their, their games. Now, when are they going to make that up? They got six off days the whole year. They're not going to make those games up. They're in first place. Yes, sirree. The, the Florida, Miami... Dade County Marlins are in first place. So that's cool, but they can't play now until Monday. Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia at that game, they couldn't play till I think, Friday. And who wants to go in the Phillies visiting clubhouse? Mm, boy, that sounds inviting. You can't get enough Lysol for me. You know, as I said, I've been consistent on this point that if I can't go to the games, they shouldn't be having the games. I am in the vast minority, big minority. Most of the listeners on this show think I'm crazy for even coming up with that thought that you need baseball. Uh, President Trump, conference called all the sports, well, you got to get back out there to save the country. Well, baloney, baloney. Um, anyway, if I lose half of my audience because of my political view expressed here, and those are the views of only mine, you know, that could cut our leader, our, re, our readership, our listening audience big time. So, because I love all my listeners, and I know all my listeners, and they're all great, they want me to be more upbeat about the season. And uh, I'm going to try to do that. I think that, so far, there have been some pretty good developments. Sonny Gray, number one. I think the best player so far has been Kyle Hendricks of the Chicago Cubs. The worst player so far has been Kyle Hendricks of the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, how do you get there, uh, lighter side of baseball guy? Kyle Hendricks pitched one of the greatest games uh, anybody could ever watch. I mean, he was Greg Maddox-like, and he's been compared to Maddox before. Gets to Cincinnati where he can't get anybody out ever, historical. 
I don't know if he was sick, if he was not feeling great, or if he just gets intimidated by that band box, Great American Park. Because with no people in the stands, those guys were ripping. I mean, it was fun to listen to. It was like going to a, a Little League game that Mike Trout would have played in. Because, man, when you hear the crack of the bat at uh, Great American Park, it was, it, it was decisive. And there were some cracks of the bat against uh, Kyle. And then the, every other guy in the bullpen, uh, maybe with the exception of one, uh, continued to lend to the crack of the bat. They claim Brian turned a triple play, but last time I checked, a trap ball is not a line drive. Anyway, that wasn't overturned because the score was probably 9 to nothing at the time. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm segueing into negative territory. Jason, Jacob DeGrom, how about that? I mean, there's a great pitcher, and he's having a great start to the season. Garrett Cole, these guys are good. Now, here's another problem that Major League Baseball has that they don't want to talk about. The stars are falling by the wayside. Verlander, Strasburg, Price, Wood, Kluber, on and on and on. Just arm injuries. They ain't coming back. Verlander says he'll be back. Where, where is he going to go do his rehab assignment in uh, uh, Berwyn, Illinois? Uh, it's just, I don't think it's going to happen. And it shouldn't happen. And then all the hammies and the sore arms. And... Um, so, while the good news is we have baseball, we can watch it on TV, and we can root, root, root. for the And, and this year, by the way, you have four hours to enjoy it, because that's been about the average time of the games. Now, nothing speeds up when you have pitchers not hitting. I think the umpiring's been sort of good, not great, but it looked to me like if that box is accurate, they're calling some pitches borderline pitches strikes, trying to get the game moving. The commercials are down to two minutes game. It's slow. It's really slow. So, you know, to a baseball freak like me, uh, who can't go to the game, can't have my Polish sausage with mustard and onions, can't have my nachos, can't have my uh, Budweiser from Lloyd the beer vendor at Wrigley, and uh, can't have uh, peanuts, I can't stand up and with Harry Carey root, root, root for the home team, Unless I go and buy a $700 ticket to a rooftop, oh my God, 700 beaners. That's amazing. And interestingly, StubHub, that's owned by the major leagues in part, uh, isn't selling those rooftop tickets. You have to go to VividSeats.com. That's VividSeats.com. Let me give a shout out to VividSeats.com. For 700 bucks, you can go up and get a lot of food, get a lot of drinks, and watch the Cubs from 650 feet away. But... Take note, you're some of the only human beings to be able to watch the game, unless you're in San Diego, where I know you can watch it from the, from a couple office buildings, because we've been kind enough to get the chance to do that, thanks to one of the great listeners on this show. And speaking of San Diego, let's talk about the Padres. Wow, Pomeranz, the Brewers, what were they thinking? I, I don't, I, you know what, I love Craig Kashani has co-hosted a bunch of these shows. I, I, you know, I don't get uh, Stearns, the GM, or president, whatever you want to call him, and um, he's, he's got that, what are they doing? And Craig Council, that crap is going to catch up to him, and, and it has. You cannot 
Now he's going to have a better chance of getting away with it with 60 guys on his roster. You know, the taxi squad, the practice squad, the IL squad, the new rules on signing players now. But, I mean, give me a break. It's just boring. Three innings, boom. Goes to the bullpen. Goes to Now, the new rule has got a... <laughs> The new, the new rules are a joke. J-O-K-E. Joke, joke, joke. J-E-T-S. Just, just, just. Good Chiefs. How about the Chiefs? Patrick Mahomes bought into the Royals, and uh, some of the tweets were hysterical. I mean, Detroit Tigers drafted him uh, to play Major League Baseball and didn't sign him, and their tweets were pretty funny. Um, everybody's thinking... Mahomes finally got back in the game with his $500 million. You got to do something. So he was able to, with that money, buy a couple percentage points of the, of the Royals, much to the delight of John Sherman, uh, the new owner of the Royals. So that's good. You got, got a little Chiefs activity. By the way, the NFL guys are opting out faster than I can eat peanuts at the ball game. And, uh, you know, the, the three... Batter minimum's a joke. Doesn't speed up the game. Craig Council doesn't speed up the game. He just can't do lefty-righty, lefty right away, but he still gets away with it. Boring. Four-hour games. Uh, next year will be better if the major leagues don't lock out the player association if they file a grievance. Next year's got to get better. This is not real baseball. Um, they, they're piping in music somewhere. I think they're piping in music. You all know that the announcers on away games stay at home. So, for example, my buddy Dwayne Stats broadcasts on TV for the Tampa Bay Rays. And when they're on the road, he's at uh, the Trop in his coat and tie with no air conditioning. When the Brewers are on the road, my buddy Craig Council is at, I guess it's still Miller Park for another year. And then it becomes... Uh, um, American Family Field. Anyway, he, he's doing the broadcast. They pipe in some kind of music so that, for example, as I said in one of my podcasts to Dwayne Stats, I go, if I just go down to my basement and I do the play-by-play on the game, there's no noise and there's no guy in the booth with me, uh, no matter how spectacular an announcer I am, that's going to be boring. It's going to be quiet. It's going to be awkward. So they pipe in a little music. Then after the Saturday game at Wrigley during the opening weekend of the season, uh, they, they piped in music the next day because there was too good an opportunity to hear the guys on the other side dropping F-bombs at each other. And the Brewers and the Cubs have a good rivalry. They don't like each other. With 39,650 fans at Wrigley, of which most of them have consumed six beers by the seventh inning, you can't hear anything. There's a buzz. You can't hear the guys in the other bench. No problem. Well, right now, man, you know, the hot weather, the, the COVID threat, the testing, man, it's like Wilson Contreras took offense and the uh, bench is cleared. And, of course, MLB and Mr. Manfred, we do not want anybody fighting this, not during this COVID-19 crisis. We don't want anybody chewing sunflower seeds. We don't want anybody... We don't want anybody chewing, spitting, or just, I guess they just sit there and go play the game. Um, it's weird. It's weird. The uh, runner on second base is like, uh, so, uh, you know, it's like the uh, shift in the outfield. 
uh, it's hilarious. The uh, you know some some games went extra innings, and for the first time in the history of Major League Baseball, Los Angeles Dodger let off the bottom of the thirteenth inning and hit a two-run homer. And you go, how, how does that happen? Well, it happens because they started a runner on second base. So he had a walk-off two-run homer as a leadoff guy. I thought that was pretty cool. What else is going on? Bob Euchre's 50th anniversary of broadcasting. And people have sent me lately, although I've heard it, they broadcast uh, the speech Bob Euchre gave at the Hall of Fame. Anytime you have a chance to listen to Bob Euchre on WTMJ in Milwaukee, uh, you ought to do it. He's great. He is great. So if you have MLB Network, MLB Package, uh, you don't have to watch TV. You can watch, listen to the radio and listen to Bob Uecker. Uh If you listen to Dwayne Stats, if you listen to Tom Hamilton, all great guys, all great announcers. And uh, I'm pretty pumped about those guys. So anyway, we've been going uh, a little while, and I need, to, uh, I need to find something funny to talk about uh, besides the Cubs hitting. I've had listeners saying, hey, you know, you really need to get on the Cubs. Uh, bandwagon, they're just playing great, and, um, you know, uh, they're not. But anyway, let's take a break, come back, talk about the Cubs. Jamie Rutsky on the lighter side of baseball, wishing you, you know, the good thing about this, and I do love it, um, when you look at your phone scores, the scores really mean something. So for all of you with iPhones or whatever phone you got, uh, like me, I'm used to looking at the results or at the games that are ongoing, and now the games really count. They count for something. Will the season end abruptly? Will they have a playoff? I don't know. Maybe the playoffs will be better. Maybe, I don't know. It's just weird without people there. So anyway, uh, I'm going to take a break, try to remember what I was saying before I decided to take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about Theo Epstein and his mismanagement. I mean, how many gazillions of dollars can Theo uh, pee down the drain before Ricketts goes, you know, Theo, <laughs> I love you, man. But uh, between Morrow and Kimbrell, you kind of uh, uh, took two strikes. And then uh, the guy you paid $5,000 to recover from Tommy John last year, that was strike three. So you're gone. I don't know. I mean, how do you not win a $200 million payroll? Uh, we're getting all of my pet peeves. So I'm going to stop, take a break, listen to some good music that Tyler's going to play, and then we'll be back to talk about the Cubs, maybe the Padres, and maybe the Cardinals are having some trouble. You know, it's always a good day when the Cardinals lose. Always good. So, Jamie Rescue, Lighter Side of Sports. We're back on the Lighter Side of Baseball. I hope you enjoyed that music. I do, man. You know, Tyler's always changing. He calls it the genre. I think that's that's a fancy word for sometimes you get jazz, sometimes you get blues, sometimes you get a little reggae. And uh, we love music. We love listening to walk-up music when we are in the ballpark. And uh, that, I don't think it's going to happen. Things are, things are going south. Uh, a lot of people thought that uh, this was nothing but the flu, but I got a clue for them. 150-some thousand deaths in five months. And uh, there was a time when a certain uh, politician didn't want a cruise ship to land on the shores of America because 200 people on board would hurt his numbers for the virus. <laughs> Those days are a long time ago. And I know you guys out there, gee, many Christmas, what are you, a liberal guy talking about?
politics during the lighter side of baseball. We're happy to have baseball back. We should be rejoicing. The Cubs are four and two. I think the Brewers might be four and two. The Padres are doing good. Who's off to the best start? Good question. That'll get us off of the politics for a minute. The best start will be the Colorado Rockies, four and one, followed by the uh, Florida, Miami, Dade County Marlins, are two and one, but they're under the weather. And for good cause, because the state of Florida is the uh, epicenter right now in the world. Filed by Texas, filed by North Carolina, was Arizona, um, Chicago, man. I mean, if you're, if, uh, Chicago's like the rest of the world. If you're from anywhere else, you can't get in without quarantining. And uh, speaking of not being able to get in, and speaking of a strange year, you guys might say it's a strange year. I say it's a wasted year. I say it's a joke year. I say it's a money-hungry year. But nonetheless, I guess games are better than, talking about games are better than what I've been talking about for. Actually, we had a great, I tell you what, we had a great COVID break uh, with the likes of John Wathan, uh, Sammy Solis, his dad, Bob Solis. We talked to Bobby Dernier. Uh, we talked to the Rangers broadcaster who's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, how cool is that? We have talked to a number of former players. Uh, we talked to uh, Grimsley, and uh, that's great. You got to listen to that. We talked to uh, um, a few friends that Greg Harris brought, and I need to get Harris back. I mean, I've kind of, kind of uh, been in a, in a bit of a slump, I guess. I mean, if you want to call two broadcasts, podcasts with Dwayne Stats a slump, I wouldn't. Those are great. Um, anyway, I think that the uh, Rockies, the Padres, the Rays are off to a good start. I love the highlights starring Dwayne Stats. Um, really listen to Dwayne. He is pure. What great, what a great voice. And uh, I think the best team that I've seen, without a doubt, Sorry, Cub fans. Sorry, boys that are root for the blue. Cincinnati Reds are really, really good. And they punish the ball. And they hit mistakes really well. Really well. Power-packed lineup. Why did not we keep Castellanos? Why didn't we keep Pedro Strope? Why didn't we get some good pitching? We don't have it in Chicago. I'll get to that in a minute. But the Reds, man, they are going to win the division. Uh, they're, they're as good as anybody. And uh, they got kind of burned by one of the rules in the 150 pages of rules that MLB promulgate, promulgated. Promulgated. It's been a long time since I've been a lawyer. Promulgated rules for every situation, and instead of coming to the ballpark when you don't feel so good, even if you don't feel like you got symptoms for COVID-19, you are required to call in. So, Mike Moustakis and Senzel, uh, the two, well, they're all good hitters on Cincinnati, let's face it. I mean, Joey Votto, you got to talk about him, don't you? And man, oh man, I love their lineup. They're good. Anyway, um, 
Moose called in because he uh, didn't feel so good, and uh, they had to put him on the IL. So theoretically, he couldn't get off the IL for a while, but uh, they lost two games to the Cubs, and they thought, how in the crap can we lose to these guys? Bring us back. Petition Major League Baseball, let him off the injured list. Apparently, I, I've heard it both ways, and I haven't read the 150 pages, but I don't think there's a time limit on the IL, but anyway, they, they seem to file a protest, and it was granted. They came back, and Moose's first trip up against Kyle Hendricks, the professor, not Moose. Moose will never be accused of being professorial. Great player. Um, Moose just ripped it. I mean, had to go 30 rows up into the bleachers. And the, the announcers go, you know, the great thing about Moose, the chemistry, the leadership, well, that may be true now. But Moustakas has Dayton Moore, the general manager of the Royals, to thank for that. Because Dayton didn't just keep that in the clubhouse that Moose needed to change his attitude, needed to stop jumping on people all the time, needed to stop being down on the manager and down on the coaches. He needed to change. And that was why Dayton Moore said he didn't get any good contracts. So Dayton Moore gives him a nice $5 million one-year deal. Moose has a great year. He's a great player. And and who in the world wouldn't want Moustakas on their team? Give me Moose on the loose on any team, and that team's going to be good. And, uh, man, oh, man, the Reds are good. They're pitching staff. they got three potential Cy Young Award winners. Castillo's pitching tonight. Gray pitched last night. The guys are good. These guys are good. The Padres are good. i got my buddy out in San Diego. These guys are good, I'm telling you. Paddock's good, and um, you know Hosmer's out for some reason, but Machado's having a pretty good start, and uh, you got Pomerantz in the bullpen from the uh, from the Brewers. Man, they just gave Zach Davies and Pomerantz. What are they thinking? It's what exactly? What are they thinking? We're going to save Antanasio a few bucks. Your franchise is valued at at least a billion dollars. Come on. Speaking of that, let's get a salary basement. I won't go on that tirade, but we need to get the Rays and the A's and the J's and everybody on board with at least $150 million contract payroll. Speaking of the J's, here's another thing that makes this year bogus. Nobody, including the Toronto Blue Jays, can uh, get into Canada. So rather than playing at the Rogers Center, they're going to play, I guess, in Buffalo, uh, the new stadium in Buffalo. Bob Rich will be happy. My friend owns the uh, Buffalo franchise with the uh, American in the American Association, I guess. Bob owns a couple of teams. I got to get Bob on the show. That's a good idea. Bob would be uh, good. He's a big fisherman for all you fishermen out there, fisher lovers out there. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. We're still working on Kendrick. A little mad that we haven't got Kendrick on the show. But um, that's the start. I'm not going to go over the averages. There are guys in the top 10 in batting averages that won't be in the top 50 when the, uh, next, when the season ends. However, we have played 10% of the season. Isn't that funny? 10%'s gone. And... Uh, you know what to say. After the first 10%, the teams that are in first place generally win, the, win that division. Of course, now 
it's like the NBA used to be where they played the whole season to eliminate Cleveland. Uh, you figure Miami's going to get thrown out of the pack here. When they go home to Miami, the odds are even better they're going to get it again. Nobody knows about immunity. And uh, they're bad. They're, they're in a tough place. The Astros are cheaters. They ought to get thrown out, but they'll, they'll be in the playoffs. And uh, there's nothing... I think the, there have been some funny moments. I thought the best humanitarian moment of the year was when Arcia, and I mentioned this on an earlier podcast that we played later, Arcia gets a hit off of Hendricks, and Rizzo goes over to him and uh, pulls a, a bottle of Purell out of his hand, out of his back pocket, and squirts it onto Arcia's hands, which was a noble gesture. A day later, they'd all be fighting, but I mean, I guess the Brewers didn't appreciate the fact that that Anthony wanted to uh, keep everybody healthy. And... Uh, Stop throwing at my head. Stop throwing at Baez. They, they didn't get suspended, by the way. That's another point. Uh, Rizzo got hit a couple times. Baez got hit a couple, at least once. Why didn't the Brewer guy get an eight-game suspension? Huh? They don't like the Cubs any more than the Dodgers like the Astros. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's a weird year. Now, the playoffs, when they start, even though there'll be 16 teams... It's going to be fun. Once the playoffs start, then you get down to brass tacks. You're not going to have a runner on second base for the extra innings. And uh, it would be nice if they did away with the DH for the playoffs. They won't. But once the playoffs start, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be fun. But uh, right now, it's um, the only good thing is there's a game every night. I mean, if you like two teams, one of those teams is guaranteed to be playing every night. They get three days off. Not counting if they get COVID nineteen, and so uh, yeah, that'll be uh, that's that's great. And you know they they did not figure out how to make the game shorter. The games are all longer. Uh, mystery solved. If you don't have the pitchers bat at least twice, that's going to add five minutes to the game. I guess that they, everybody, including yours truly, ought to get used to three and a half hour baseball games. Uh, there aren't too many guys that are Burley-esque. But, um, you know, if, if the starter happens to be like a Sonny Gray or a Jacob deGrom or a Kyle Hendricks, that's fine. Where the game gets lost is the bullpen. Oh, my God. Every pitch is two minutes long. So tonight, we got you Darvish going back to hopefully reverse his fortunes just like Kyle Hendricks did last night. He's going to be facing a tough team, Cincinnati. That's the game of the day. And uh, the, the other funny thing is when the Marlins and the Phillies couldn't play anymore, they decided, well, let's just make up some new part of the schedule. Uh, they have never been done before. Uh, kind of screwy. But Major League said, well, you know, the Marlins and the Phillies, their opponents are just sitting there. So why don't we have them play each other somewhere? So they shipped them off to Baltimore and the Yankees play the Orioles on a game that didn't appear on the schedule. So you got 30-man rosters, of which 18 are sick with the Marlins. You have nobody else testing positive in Major League Baseball. Pretty amazing. Pretty, that's great. Hope it keeps going that way. You've got no crowd noise. You've got walk-up music for what? The organist is, is going strong at Wrigley, but who are they getting charged up? The uh, 
crowd sends in a boo or a yay with the fake crowd noise. I don't know, folks. I am very upbeat. We're going to have a we're going to have a, a vaccine by the uh, start of the year. Spring training is going to get back to baseball if the owners and the players can act adult. So that's all I've got. One week into the season, things are okay. Nobody's really hitting very well. It's like spring training when you start, the pitchers are way ahead of the batters. I'm not sure. You know, if you're 15 games out of first uh, on day 35, uh, that that DL is looking really pretty good. Um, Strasburg is out. That's weird. Some weird things. Weird things going on. But I got a feeling. I wish I could be thrilled. The Cubs still can't hit. Ian Happ's off to a pretty good start. Speaking of Cubs that can hit. Baez is Baez. He'll never change. He's awesome. Rizzo's great. Schwarber's not bad. Hayward, God, I love him. He can field. And uh, Bryant. I don't know. His head's somewhere else. He's struggling. And, uh, you know, Hap is keeping uh, more off the bench. And Wilson Contreras is great. It's just like Theo can't sign a bullpen. The bullpen sucks. The starters are old. Quintana's still nursing his uh, dishwasher injury. And uh, things aren't looking good. The White Sox had a lot of hopes. They had a lot of expectations. They're off to a bad start. They're off to a bad start. And I thought they'd win the division. The Twins are off to a pretty good start. Uh, they beat up on the Royals, who doesn't. The uh, Royals are at uh, last place again. Boy, that's a shock. They're 2-4, and four, worst team in baseball. Um, Seattle's not doing much better. Minnesota's 4-1. and one. They're tied with the Rockies. Sorry, they're good. And uh, they're run differentials. Let's just look at that. Give us an idea of who's out. The Cubs are plus 5. The Brewers are minus 4. The Central Division National League is kind of mediocre in terms of run differential. Uh, as would be the East and uh, in the West. Now we're cooking. The Rockies, 12 up. The Dodgers, 17 up. The Padres, 13 up in the run differential. And so the, the, uh, the Giants and the Diamondbacks make up the difference. They're just negative 13, negative 12, can't win. In the American League East, the Yankees are running away with run differential. Uh, the Twins are running away with run differential in the Central. And in the West, those cheaters are up eight runs. Cheating champs, they suck. You know what? They, they, they leave a bad taste in my mouth. And uh, that's too bad because I went to the World Series sort of cheering for the Astros. My brother's a big Astros fan. Uh, you know. And Joe Kelly gets eight-game suspension. What a joke. And Manfred keeps saying really ridiculous things. So where's Billy Kuhn when you need him? I love Bowie. He's a good, good guy, good witness. Tried a case. Bowie Kuhn, Bud Selig, Lee McPhail. Three guys. Bowie ought to be in the Hall of Fame. I think Bud's in the Hall of Fame, maybe. And I know McPhail is. So anyway, I've rambled on. Let's see, I haven't read any good books. I'm kind of um, 
trying to finish up my Ernie Banks book, my Ted Williams book, my Babe Ruth book, and uh, just just looking at some old baseball cards, man. I'm having fun doing that. Anyway, lighter side of baseball kind of got off on a tangent. Uh, for all you folks that don't believe in masks, I'm sorry. I just expressed a view that's held by 80% of the uh, public and 100% uh, of the medical profession. No, no, if there was a doctor in Houston that uh, seemed to get some publicity because somebody retweeted. Uh, she thought that uh, he didn't need to wear a mask. She thought that uh, uh, alien DNA was something we should be pumping into people, I think. And, uh, you know, she's insane. But um, I say that she's now a public figure. I can slander her, I think. I listened to her. She seemed maybe not insane, just a little bit loose. Huh. So that's it on the lighter side of politics is over with. And I uh, hope you'll tune in. Uh, we'll see if we can't get a live guest for our next podcast. And until then, Jamie Rusky saying stay safe. Try and get out there and play some golf and wear a mask, and uh, listen to our show next week. We appreciate it, and in the meantime, for all you Cub fans out there, uh, they're coming to Kansas City, and we can't go next week. Two games in Chicago, two games in Kansas City. That should be exciting. And uh, hopefully the Cubs bullpen can get it together, and uh, we'll see what goes from there. So in the meantime, Jamie Rescue saying have a great day, and uh, we'll be back next week.